Welcome everyone to Bitcoin Magazine's Meet the Taco Plebs. My name is Casey Carrillo. Uh, before we jump into today's interview, I have some codes for y'all. Code Taco Plebs, no space, will give you 10% off of Bitcoin 22 tickets. Um, you know, the, the conference in Miami, it's going to be awesome. I highly recommend everyone attend if you're really into Bitcoin. The networking opportunities are immense and uh, it's going to be a great time. That is code Taco Plebs gets you 10% off the GA tickets for Bitcoin 2022. And uh, for those of you interested in technical analysis type on-chain analytics, um, we have the deep dive, which is sort of like our, uh, our on-chain analytics side of the magazine. Uh, for a good discount on that, we've got Macro 21. That is Macro 21, no spaces. And get a discount on our uh, on our beautiful subscription to the deep dive analytics. But on forward with our guest today, I have a very exciting addition to our team here at BTC Inc. Q Gehemi is now operating on the content development side for the magazine. Welcome to the show, Q. Thank you for having me, Casey. Excited to uh, talk chat. Yeah, I mean, we're expanding uh, so much here at uh, BTC Inc. It's exciting to have so many new faces on pretty much every one of my previous interviews in the last couple months have been new uh, additions to our team here. Uh, so it's been great to get to know everyone. But uh, jumping right into it, I want to ask you, Q, how you personally got into Bitcoin first. Totally. Um, the orange pilling, I would say, occurred just after the original or the first sort of peak in 2017 2018 and 20k um ck snark did his did his magic on me and just sort of would not stop and never really drop the bitcoin conversation so it was always a little nugget in my head and i would continue to sort of pester him with questions as i would do my own research um and then you know eventually just one day got a it, it was my first bonus holiday bonus when i made agent I just had like so, so much cash on hand that I was like, I don't want all this cash and let me just slowly start chipping away at something else. And that's when the first buy happened and I haven't really looked back since. Gotta love that CK Snarks orange pilling people since uh, since he began himself. So he uh, certainly has a way of convincing those over time. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's interesting. You had a lot of cash and, and uh, Bitcoin, you know, it was like a well positioned to be, you know, absorbing of that cash. So um, interesting. I guess what I would move on to ask you is what have been the primary quote unquote life lessons that you've taken from Bitcoin? Totally. I mean, <clears throat> I would probably say the first thing is just like the, the way you're able to learn so much about Bitcoin. Um, the ecosystem, the technology around it, it's kind of eye-opening how much is just readily available so long as you want to go and seek it out. Um, and then sort of like as you're going down that journey, you just start to slowly, slowly realize like as much information as there is, you're probably never going to really grasp all of it. But if you can hang on to little nuggets here or there, you'll slowly start to sort of build a foundation and be able to go off on your own and sort of make sort of judgments and decisions off of that. Yeah, and there's actually, what I found striking is the amount of like knowledge that branches off of Bitcoin, um, whether it be economics, history, computer science, cryptography, so many different um, 
topics and, and ideas, you find yourself diving down these different rabbit holes and uh, learning things that don't necessarily directly apply to Bitcoin, but uh, you know, are, are very interesting nonetheless. No, I mean, I will be completely honest. Like, econ, for whatever reason in college, probably because I didn't study enough, was not a class I excelled in. And then I think candidly, while I just kept understanding just the supply and demand of um, Bitcoin, that really helped. <laughs> I think a lot of basic economic principles that just I couldn't grasp back then made more sense for me as I was studying it through Bitcoin. Right. Like Bitcoin is sort of like the practical application of many of these sort of uh, uh, abstract concepts for, you know, it's hard to understand economics when uh, it's being applied to like this global uh, scale and, and all of the complicated features of the fiat system. Uh, but for, you know, Bitcoin and Bitcoiners who are interested in the technology, uh, it, it becomes, I think, more digestible and, and you know, it's, you, yeah, you get to see it uh, represented in real life and uh, you get to see the fruits of the of economics at work, you know. Um, but moving on, I guess I would ask you, do you believe that Bitcoin is truly capable of changing the world and why or why not? Because, uh, you know, it seems like many of us in this community believe we are truly on a mission to change the world for the better. Um, I think ab absolutely it can. Um, it, it will require a lot of stuff to, I think, fall into place. I'd say firstly, uh, development beyond the base uh protocol layer of Bitcoin, building out the Lightning Network and its capabilities, and then beyond that, what do the third and fourth, fifth layers really look like, and how do we interact with those layers? Um, I think it's always necessary to, to be reminded that when we interact on the internet, like us right now uh, on Zoom, this is not the base layer of the internet. This is a layer four, possibly I don't know, layer three or above, essentially, that we're interacting with on, on the internet side of that protocol. But with the Bitcoin protocol, we're still really in the first and second layers. So we have a ways to go there and how that technology develops and how accessible it is to everyone, I think will be really important. Um, as, as more nation states either condemn Bitcoin, as we've seen certain countries take uh, legislation to do so, or on the other side of it, we see certain legislation to enact Bitcoin as a legal tender like in El Salvador or pushes forward the way the Ukrainian parliament just passed legislation uh, a, month, a month ago. So I think all of these things are a net positive. How we as a community respond to new people that come in, I think will also be very, very important. Um, and just understanding that not everyone that's going to begin to enter our Bitcoin, the Bitcoin ecosystem is going to be a Bitcoin maxi. However, um, there is still a place for all those who are involved in using Bitcoin and its technology. Right. Uh, as much as maximalists might want to, there's no limits on who can use Bitcoin. And, uh, and yeah, what you're describing, it sounds to me, is, is the adoption of Bitcoin and, and how that will play out. And um, uh, yeah, as you said, it will kind of be like a game theory, which side of the dice do you fall on? Are you going to support Bitcoin and basically enable decentralized technology to flourish in your state or nation? Or will you uh, go the opposite way? Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think it'll be extremely interesting uh, to watch developments like El Salvador and, uh, you know, as 
different nation states and different institutional level, uh, you know, people get in, involved in Bitcoin. I think uh, I think there's certainly capacity to change the world, depending on, as you said, kind of how the Bitcoin community reacts to these adoptions and changes, and sometimes even uh, setbacks. But um, yeah, certainly. So I guess uh, moving forward, I would ask what you're most excited for in the Bitcoin space. Um, I mean, we have so much going on right now. We've got the all-time highs going on. Uh, you know, we've got these uh, institutional people. We just had Tim Cook say today, you know, crypto, crypto is not a uh, a bad part of a diversified portfolio. So we've all we've obviously got high-level institutional, um, you know, engagement here. But beyond that, I, I'm curious, what what are you excited about going forward? Um, I mean, I, like many people, I think are very excited and very bullish for a six figure Bitcoin. Um, I still am hopeful that it will happen by the end of this year, but, uh, at, for right now, I will take the, the all time high and celebrate that. Um, I also, I kind of recognize, and I'm grateful to be in this sort of period of <clears throat> technological advancement where, you know, web development and like web app development, mobile apps, that was an industry that was forged practically 20 years ago with the, with the real formation of the internet. And we're watching right now, so many different companies get built on the blockchain. What those technologies and companies look like in the future and what ends up lasting still remains to be seen, but we're, we are witnessing an entirely new sector of the internet be born before our eyes. And I think that to me is one of the coolest things going on. Yeah. Um when I first joined this job, that's pretty much how it felt. It felt um, uh, somewhat of a risk, but the risk, I sort of found it akin to as if someone had uh, dropped what they were doing and gone and joined Microsoft in the 80s, right? It was just, it feels like such a pioneering time period. Um, and there's so much more to be built that uh, I think the best uh, of Bitcoin is ahead of us. And I, I certainly agree with you there. Yeah. So to end on a bullish note, especially given that uh, last night we had all-time highs, uh, I would ask you the price prediction for the end of this year, and you mentioned you would like to see uh, over six figures, and I'd also like to ask you about what you think the price of Bitcoin will be by 2030, which is a far time away. So I I, I'm still earmarking 100k Bitcoin at or before New Year's this year. Um, beyond that for 2030, I will put on my tinfoil hat and I came up with 5 million based on, um, expectations that, you know, the next theoretical peak, if 67 or if 20,000 was the last peak and 3000 was that last floor. And if we treat 28,000, like this current floor, the next peak should be over a billion dollars, but the likelihood of that is not necessarily as strong as I would like it to be. <laughs> so um, I'll dull that down and I'll take uh, less or half a percent of that for 5 million in 10 years. You hear that plebs were billionaires. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, 2030, such a long time away. And uh I sure hope we're right about the math. And I certainly would accept a, a percentage of that, you know, five, five million per BTC. 
I'm not even asking for a whole percent of that, <laughs> not to cut you off. But I, I feel like asking for half a percent of that is so not greedy, but it's still very greedy. Yeah, right. When when you say it with the half a percent figure, it's not greedy. And then you think about like the actual market cap required for all that. But, you know, with fiat, we don't, you know, they know, they always said there, uh, you know, no one believed that we'd reach the trillions in terms of like monetary stimulus and stuff. So, uh, you know, who knows what the actual nominal value of Bitcoin could look like, uh, you know, in 2030. And who knows if 5 million even means 5 million anymore. Uh, it, it's all right. kind of up in the air. Right. I mean, the fact is we're 10x away from being the market cap of gold globally. And I think that happens in the next 10 years. And I don't think it takes us 10 years to get there. And so it's a matter of what, what happens next and where and how high can Bitcoin go at that point. Right. It's like a, a bet on whether or not people are going to realize that a soft piece of software is more valuable than a rock uh, in the next 10 years, which in this day and age, I would certainly take the side of the software. When you put it like that, it's almost a no-brainer in the digital age of the 21st century. But, you know, we're just trying to write the playbook for everyone to follow. Right, right. Well, uh, this was excellent. Um, everyone, make sure to use code TACOPLEBS for Bitcoin 2022. Uh, it will be an excellent time. You'll get to meet both me and Q there if you come. And uh, make sure to use Macro 21 for the deep dive. He, you'll find out, uh, you know, the the market inside scoop on uh, the deep dive. So if you're really interested in this price talk, um, make sure to use code Macro 21 to get a discount on that. Q, thanks for joining me. It's been excellent. Thanks for having me, Casey. And uh, make sure to check out the uh, next episode of Taco Pubs, everyone. See you later. Mm -hmm.